Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Huttle. will be with you in a minute. There is a serious problem confronting the American school system. Unless action is taken now, your child may be the victim of overcrowded schools, inadequate teaching, and a lack of facilities. This fall finds the highest school enrollment in America's history. In the next five years, more than five million additional pupils will be enrolled in our schools. This means that we must provide 128,000 additional elementary school teachers and 350,000 additional classrooms. If we do not begin to train these teachers and build these classrooms right now, the increased enrollment will plunge our schools into a chaotic situation. One way in which you can make certain that your child's career is not crippled by faulty preparation is by joining and working with your local civic school group. See to it that your community appropriates enough money for educational purposes. Encourage young people to prepare for the teaching profession. It's up to all of us to help improve the schools. You, you, you. La da 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 you. you. Oh, good morning, dearie. I was just thinking about you. Yeah, I heard you. Morning, kiddo. Oh, boy. Well, breakfast is almost ready. Turn that bacon for me, will you? How'd you sleep? Not so good. You were awfully restless, rolling and tossing. I'm wore out. Feel like I spent the night racing for the moon with Vaughn Monroe. <laughs> Well, what kept you awake, anyway? That phone call from Washington that I kept missing connections with. Two days they've been trying to get me now, you know. How well I know. Kept me awake, worrying about what kind of trouble our government is in that they're so frantic to get hold of me on the long-distance phone. This could be anything, Molly, anything. Well, now, we'll find out today. Operator 25 is the one you're to call. Oh, good morning, Mr. Wimple. Hello, folks. Hi, Wimple. How did you sleep, Mr. Wimple? I slept like a bird, Mrs. McGee. A what? A bird. Bird bird. That's a bird that lives at the North Pole and sleeps six months out of the year. Well, that's certainly a strange name for a bird. The bird got his name because he sleeps on a cake of ice. And when he wakes up in the morning, he goes... I see, yeah. Well, breakfast is ready, boys. Sit down. You two go ahead and eat. I'm going to trace that call through. But, McGee, the food is all on the table. I can't eat anything anyhow till I find out what Washington wants. This sounds critical to me, Molly. Our nation may be in danger. Well, I looked out the front door this morning, and the nation was still sitting there. At least the part I could see from the front porch was still there. It'll hold till after breakfast. Let's eat first. That would be my suggestion, Mr. McGee. Food is so much better when it's hot and... Food? How can you two talk about food at a time like this? Oh, dear. Washington, D.C., the nation's capital... They're trying frantically to get me on the phone, right? Frantically? They called once yesterday and once the day before. Right. 
Suppose some emergency has arose. Suppose Eisenhower is out of town. Suppose they can't reach him. The situation is tense. They called Adlai Stevenson. He's too busy. Oh, are you mixed up? Disaster threatens. And then, then somebody gets an inspiration. What about that man McGee, they say? The man with all those great ideas that he's always writing to us. And they put in the call to me. And right after breakfast, you can call back. Sit down, will you? Please, Mr. McGee, the eggs are getting cold. I'm surprised at you two. What's happened to your patriotism? Have you so little concern for that grand old flag that you put scrambled eggs before old glory? All right, I'll put your breakfast in the oven to keep it warm. Go ahead and start, Mr. Wimple. I... I don't think I can eat now, Mrs. McGee. I'd feel like John Wilkes Booth. I'll wait for Mr. McGee. Good boy, Wallace. Who do I call, Molly? Operator 25? Yes, Terry. Hope the phone is okay. I had a deal yesterday. Hello, operator. Give me long distance operator 25. Yeah. Hello, 25. This is Mr. McGee. Trevor McGee. About that call from Washington you got for me. Oh? Huh? The War Department? Hey, Molly, the War Department. What did I tell you? How's that, sis? War Department's out right now? They're going to call me back when? At 1100, huh? Well, that'll be... Uh, all right. Well, I'll be here. Did you say the War Department is calling you? Isn't that exciting? Boy, oh boy, I told you this was important, Molly. My goodness, the War Department. They're going to call me back at 1100, operator said. That's, uh, around that, uh, that must be around about noon, ain't it? 1100, Mr. McGee, is 11 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, 11 o'clock. Better synchronize our watches, men. What time you got, Molly? Kitchen clock says 845. I got 852. What time you got, Wimp? My watch says 315. I must have forgotten to wind it. Uh, pass the egg, somebody. I'm starving. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. You can say Merry Christmas in almost every language this year by sending a special care holiday gift food package overseas. The nonprofit relief organization has a special series of these gift food parcels available for as little as $6.95. Or you may send an all-turkey package for $12, or a turkey and trimmings parcel for $18.75. The price covers all sending charges and includes guaranteed delivery. Care packages may go to someone you know abroad, or as charity to some worthy person care will name. The gifts may go in your name, or in the name of someone on your Christmas list. Appropriate acknowledgement will be made. The care package you send represents more than food to some hungry person, or Christmas cheer to some desolate home. It represents friendship and freedom. It represents your opportunity to share your holidays with those less fortunate abroad. All you need is an order and a check. Care does all the rest. But the time is short and the supply limited. Send your order and your contribution now while there's time to Care New York. So nice of you to help me with these dishes, Mr. Wimple. Oh, it's the least that I... Yes, well, Wimp, I'd have helped her myself, but i got to listen for that phone call. What time is it? 9.30. You've got an hour and a half. Oh, well, I'll go back in there and sit down. I don't mind the dishes at all, Mrs. McGee. I help Sweetie Face with them all the time. That's nice. Do you wash or dry at home? Yes. Hmm? Both. Except some nights when I just don't feel like it. Then Sweetie Face lets me have the evening papers. 
She does? Yes. She rolls it up and lets me have it right in the head. <laughs> oh, that Sunday edition is just murder. <laughs> Will I hang the tea towel? I'll take it. Thanks. Now, let's go in the living room and help McGee wait for his phone call because... Hey, Molly, what time is it? 9.32, dearie. My goodness. Just checking my watch. I better check the phone again, too. Make sure it's working okay. I don't want anything to go wrong this time because... Oh, my gosh. What is it? The party line is on. Listen. And she had a sister with her, the one from New York, that she talks about what beautiful clothes she has all the time. And believe me, this sister is just a mess. After all the talk I've heard about the money she has and the cars they have and the clothes she has, I almost laughed right out loud. Heavenly days. Listen to her she talk. Yeah. She black hat with a purple crown and honestly looked like a manhole cover with a carbuncle on it. So I said to her, that's a lovely hat, my dear. And she said, oh, it's just an old thing. Holy smoke. What a yak box. Wow. Well, your call isn't coming till 11 o'clock, dearie. That's an hour and 26 minutes, Mr. McGee. Yeah, it's plenty of time. Nobody could possibly talk that fast for over 10 or 15 minutes, so I'll just relax. My, this suspense is very dramatic, really. You're the first person I've ever known who got a telephone call from the War Department. And even McGee hasn't gotten it yet. Let me listen a minute. And I was never so insulted in my life. Believe me, I told her a thing or two, her and her ear, because... Still at it. Well, that's one thing. When we move to Washington, we won't have a party line, Molly. I'll probably have direct wires from our apartment straight to the White House. My goodness. Do you really think you'll be moving to Washington? These days, you got to be prepared for anything, Wallace. Reminds me a lot of the situation in 1918, when I sat in on my first presidential conference. Really? Well, I've heard this one, so I'll go start the laundry. <clears throat> the president himself invited me, you see. And I says to him, I says, Woodrow, I says. Woodrow? President Woodrow Wilson? Yep. Woodrow Wilson Beeler. Best president the Peoria Packing Company ever had. Woodrow, I says, what this outfit needs is a guy like me to take charge. Because with me... You can take your dirty old packing plant and go jump in the river. That's what I said to Woodrow Wilson Beeler. What time is it? I have 10.55. Oh, gosh, it's almost time for the War Department. I got so interested in what I was saying that I almost... Hey, did you get your call yet, McGee? It's nearly 11. Not yet, kiddo. 5 to 11. Yeah, I better check that phone again. And she's the one who married that cab driver, you know. She was a clavier strap, the Florida clavier strap. Oh, I got a clear... It was her sister who won that contest. They've been bragging about ever since. Lady. You know, the Orange Growers Association named her the Naval Queen of 1932. Lady, would you... Although how the Navy ever got in with the Orange Growers, I never quite understood that... There we were, partners. Oh, lady. Of course, the way the whole thing started was when my husband ran into him downtown, and you know how stupid Please, lady. Hang it up, dear. Come on, hang up. But, Molly, what am I going to do? It's three minutes to 11. The War Department is going to call me at 0100. I don't know what to do, dearie, but we can't butt in. I couldn't butt in anyhow. That dame don't hear anything. Uh, let me try. Uh, lady. L- lady. Hey, lady. Oh, you shouldn't. Oh, she's sailing. <laughs> that was sort of fun. <laughs> I never hollered that loud at a lady in my life. Say, may I do it just once more, Mrs. McGee? Please don't, Mr. Wimple. We can't be rude. Oh, I can. The government is going to call me in one minute, and by George, give me that phone, Wimple. She's gone. Hung up. Oh, boy. Thank heaven. I probably scared you. <laughs> I feel so strong. Hang it up again quick, McGee. They can't call if you're all. Oh, that's right. Ah, oh, boy. At last, it's coming through. The lines are clear, and I'm ready. Ten seconds to go. I'm a little excited myself at this point. Five seconds. Four. Three. 
two. You must be a little fast up there at Washington. Hello, McGee speaking. Who? Who? Oh, it's for you, Wimp. Oh, dear. Me? Yeah, it's her. Make it fast, because by gosh, I want to get Hello? Oh, yes, dear. It's so nice. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Come on, cut it short. Call her back. Hang up. Hang up? On her? Are you mad? Yes, dear. Yes, dear. But with my call, the War Department. This is my War Department, Mr. McGee. Oh, sure. Yes, dear. (laughs) Oh, yes. Good night to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Every Friday evening on the NBC radio network, you'll hear stellar comedy entertainment by such popular comedians as Bob Hope and Phil Harris. Friday is for fun on NBC radio. When Bob Hope is joined by song stylist Margaret Whiting, Les Brown and his band of renown, and Bob's special guests to provide you with 30 laugh-filled minutes of pleasurable radio listening. You'll really enjoy the Bob Hope show each Friday night on most NBC stations. And then stay tuned for more bright comedy on the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. To add to the hilarity, you'll be joyously entertained by regular cast members Elliot Lewis, Julius Abruzio, Brother William, and little Alice and Phyllis. The Phil Harris Alice Faye Show is one of the week's entertainment highlights on the NBC radio network. Be sure to listen each Friday evening for this mirth-filled program. Also on Friday, enjoy the lilting voice of Miss Dinah Shore as she brings you a quarter-hour program of the nation's most popular music. Be sure to hear them all Friday on the NBC Radio Network. Gee whiz, Molly, I can't take much more of this. Three days, Now, now, don't you fret. Mm. Look, if you don't get to talk to those people tomorrow, I'll put you on an airplane with my own Christmas savings and you can fly there and see what they want. Oh, gee whiz, I wouldn't want to do that. I almost forgot, Mr. McGee. Sweetie Face said to give you both her regards. Ah, shut up. McGee. Good night. Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as Wallace Wimple and Natalie Masters as the neighbor on the party line. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Fill your kitchen with exciting drama. Keep your kitchen radio tuned to the NBC radio network.